This is Aussie Mac Zone. We'll cover everything Apple, including Macs, iPhones, iPads, and more. All this from an Aussie perspective. Sit back, relax, insert yourself into the zone. The Aussie Mac Zone. How are you, everybody? Welcome to show 328 Aussie Mac Zone. Now, our Aussie Apple ramblings this week with Zahn. Stuck at home. How are you, sir? <laughs> Hi, Michael. I'm great. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Staying in hibernation? Absolutely. Only come out for winter. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, just can't, I, I just leave my cave to get my honey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> so, we don't get too political on this show, right? But I just want to read... This, this is Michael's opinion. We would like to congratulate the governments of Australia and the states and territories during these challenging times. Whether, you're, whether or not you're a ScoMo fan, he is holding press meetings early in the morning, afternoons and late at night. And I congratulate the opposition for working and not squabbling. That's just Michael's two bobsworth. So thank you, everybody. Keep it up. I I do not endorse this message. <laughs> <laughs> so, story number one. Apple releases a new COVID-19 app and website based on uh, Centre for... Uh, Disease Control. Community, community, yes, Centre for Disease Control. Well done. Guidance. Um, now, I watch way too many zombie movies. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> Tools offer up-to-date guidance and information for people across the U.S. Apple this week released a new screening tool and a set of resources to help people stay informed and take the proper steps to protect their health during the spread of COVID-19. Based on the latest uh, CDC guidance, the new COVID-19 website and COVID-19 app available on the App Store were created in partnership with the... CDC. So the White House Coronavirus Task Force and FEMA to make it easier for people across the country to get trusted information and guidance at a time when the US is feeling the heavy burden of COVID-19. The COVID-19 app and website allow users to answer a series of questions around risk factors, recent exposure and symptoms for themselves or a loved one. In turn, they will receive CDC recommendations on next steps, including guidance on social distancing and self-isolating, how to closely monitor symptoms, whether or not a test is recommended at this time or when a contact medical or when to contact medical provider. This new screening tool is designed to be a resource for individuals and does not replace instructions for healthcare providers or guidance from state and local health authorities. The app and website also offer access to resources to help people stay informed and get the support they need. Users will receive answers to frequently asked questions about COVID-19, including who is most at risk and how to recognise symptoms. In addition, they will learn the most up-to-date information from the CDC, like best practices for washing hands, disinfecting, disinfecting surfaces and monitoring systems. Along with the new COVID-19 app and website, Customers across the U.S. may also ask Siri, how do I know if I have coronavirus? So to access the guidance and resources from the CDC and a curated collection of 
telehealth apps available on the App Store. This week, travellers landing at select international airports throughout the US started receiving notifications on their iPhone to remind them of current CDC guidance to stay home and monitor their health. Consistent with Apple's strong dedication to user privacy, the COVID-19 app and website were built to keep all user data private and secure. Not a problem. The tools do not require a sign-in or association with a user's Apple ID, and users' individual responses will not be sent to Apple or any government organisation. Anyone in the US who is 18 years or older can access the screening tool and resources today by downloading the app or going to the website, apple.com forward slash COVID-19. Now, we've tested this from Australia, and it works. Yes. You can go in. Yes, you can. There is a CDC site as well where it'll ask you a couple of questions and you just tell them where you are in the States. (laughs) Yeah, and it... uh... I had a look at it this morning because uh, it's on the App Store. Yeah. And I uh, noticed that you could get it here and it would work. Yeah. Just use just use the website. <laughs> it's easy. Enough. We've got a, we've got our own app anyway. Yeah. So, is it available yet? By the way, I apologise. My one year old is wondering where I am <laughs> and why he's up the other end of the house and he can't play with me. <laughs> <laughs> Not a problem. <laughs> so he's calling it, he keeps calling out to me yeah now uh, the, the Australian uh, which I don't apologise for that <laughs> no. because I actually love that yeah so the ACSC issued warning around coronavirus theme malicious cyber activity Znet reports acting head of the Australian Cyber Security Centre has said cyber criminals are being very optimistic with an increase in malicious activity in the wake of the COVID-19 outbreak. The Australian Cyber Security Centre, ACSC, has issued a new threat update seeking to raise awareness around coronavirus-themed malicious cyber activity. Cyber criminals are very opportunistic and we are seeing an increased targeting of Australians through COVID-19-themed malicious activities. Acting head of... Oh, that's a shocker noise, that noise. Acting... That's such a bad noise, that noise. Sorry. Acting head of the ACSC, Carl Hanmore, said, the ACSC's advice says COVID-19-related scams and phishing emails are likely to increase in frequency and severity over the coming weeks and months, due to, in part, the ease of which existing scam emails and texts can be modified with a COVID-19 theme. We're seeing some upticks in the COVID-19 space. It's most likely the same cyber criminals just trying to go about their normal day job of stealing from all of us, Hanwar said, speaking on ABC Radio on Friday morning. Uh, they're coalescing under COVID-19 as one thing they know we're all interested in right now. Since early March 2020, there's been a significant increase in COVID-19 themed malicious cyber attacks across Australia. The ASC, ACSC said the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission's Scam Watch has received more than 100 reports of scams about COVID-19 in the last three months. So, yeah, just stay on top of it. The ACSC said between March yeah. 10 and 26, it received over 45 cybercrime and cybersecurity incident reports 
from individuals and business, all related to COVID-19 scams and phishing activity. However, the true extent of this malicious activity is likely to be much higher as these numbers only represent those cases reported to the ACSC and the ACCC. Reported scams have included those pretending to be Australia Post, international health organisations and programs offering financial assistance. It's all crap. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, a friend at work get a message saying that she had got a grant for the COVID-19 virus of yeah. $1.2 million. <laughs> yeah, click here. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, look at this. I'm like, don't open that. No, no. <laughs> don't even don't don't even select the box down the bottom that says you know stop sending me stuff. Yeah. Now the Australian government on Wednesday began its text messaging campaign, telling nearly thirty six million mobile numbers how to navigate the health of individuals and the broader community. Uh, as the spread of the coronavirus increases, it's vital every Australian understands the practical action they must take to look after themselves and help us protect those most at risk, a statement from the Minister of Health, Greg Hunt, Australian Chief Medical Officer, Professor Brendan Murphy, and Minister for Communications, Cyber Safety and the Arts, Paul Fletcher said. The government said it would continue to use text messages and one of its communications methods. And I've had a few of those, yep. Hanmore's yep. message is that Australians should be alert to scams based around COVID-19 and avoid being lured into clicking on any links or attachments in emails or messaging apps. A key concern for the Australian Cyber Security Centre is cyber criminals looking to prey on businesses as they transition to an increasingly remote workforce, he added. Now, now is a good time for business to be more aggressive in blocking potentially malicious emails on websites from their network gateway. Now more than now more than ever, hello, we've just lost that. Uh, now more than ever, it is critical that businesses have their software patched and up to date. Looking at cybercrime activity more broadly, Hanmore said that the ACSC is experiencing people self-reporting about 145 cybercrime incidents a day, with self-reported losses at a million dollars a day. So, oh, yeah. Yes. Sorry, it just dropped out. Yeah, that's all right. And you keep, and you keep freezing. Uh-huh. Well, I'll stop moving. Now... So we're not doing any sponsorships this week. I just want to talk about a, a product, but now that we're stuck at home, it's yep. called Airfly, A-I-R-F-L-Y. And what it is, it's a, it's a little box that you charge up and normally you plug it into, say, the headphone socket on an aeroplane so that you can listen using your Bluetooth headphones when you're yep. on a plane. Right? So you're watching the big movie using your Bluetooth headphones on the plane. But uh, AirFi lets you use your iPads and well of headphones with headphones jacks and auxiliary imports. AirFly originally gained popularity for your use with airplane entertainment systems, and the new AirFly Duo and AirFly Pro have many more tricks up their sleeves. From making your favourite older hi-fi speakers wireless 
to letting any two pairs of wireless headphones share a movie or a workout. So yeah, two people be using your headphone like you know when like Karen and I on a plane for example, you can be using your headphones watching the movie. Uh, Airfly has more uses on the ground than it does in the air. So if you have a look for Airfly, Airfly Pro, um, so yeah, this they're really cool. That they're about a hundred and twenty dollars or something from memory, um, but yeah, have a look at them. Have a, have a think about yeah, how you're going to awesome. use them at home. Yeah, playing your podcasts on your old speakers and that sort of thing. If you used to drive and listen to all your podcasts all the time, yeah, try that. Airfly. Yeah. Airfly Pro. They're from 12 South. Airfly really, Pro. A really cool company. I've got a 12 South stand here with my iPad just sitting in it. It's, it's my computer stand normally, but I've just got an iPad sitting in it to control here tonight. So what about gaming? All right, so I've got um, Butter Royale. Butter Royale. Butter It's just Royale. trying to butter me up, right? <laughs> yeah, this game's awesome. So it's a shoot 'em up, yeah. but instead of you know guns and violence, you got ketchup guns, butter guns, mayo guns. <laughs> uh, you run around, and it's live. It doesn't have to be, but most you can't play offline. But it's yeah. better online. And you run around competing with other players, up to thirty other players. <laughs> and uh, you get to shoot each other and run around a certain amount of lives, but the the target is to beat you the one the last one standing. Yeah. Um, I've won a few times since I've been playing it. I'm pretty <laughs> proud of that. Um, <laughs> it's really it's for a shoot 'em up. It's got really cool themes. It's very happy. It's really funny. You've got to outrun the hot sizzling butter, <laughs> so the section keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller until it's just the two of you within shooting range of each other. Yeah, and I mean quite close. <laughs> and um, and and so that's that's this pattern. Like you got to you can hide behind stuff, and but it was just fun. I really enjoyed playing it. Um, the other people that are playing it are just as competitive and they're you know, yeah, having a laugh. Cool. Uh, I got right into it. Yeah, I got I got right into it. <laughs> and uh, so <laughs> I, I'll, I'll definitely play this again. It's a keeper. Yeah. And uh, graphics are fantastic. Um, I've only played it on my phone as well. So I haven't given it a go on the laptop. I haven't given it a go on the Apple TV. And I'm stoked with it. So I'm going to give it five out of five apples. Five. Wow. Five. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't have had more fun. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. I knew that I knew that'd be a game. Yeah. And I've been waiting for it. I've been going through the, you know, trying to find the game. And I'm not a big fan of Fortnite. I have played it. Um, I, I do like the shoot 'em ups. I, I like GTA and, and I like um, um, 
Halo, and I like um, although oh, just my mind's just gone blank. I don't know why because <laughs> I'm old and stupid. Um, oh, Grand Theft. What's the other one I was going to say? Modern Warfare. Oh my god. Uh, so I like I like that like Black Ops. Kellyanne and I play Black Ops together, uh, just not online, just together, and we with two controllers and run around and shoot each other. And uh, so that it just it's that sort of fun, you know. We get to laugh at each other and Excellent. yeah, just Excellent. yeah, yeah. So that's that's me. Anyway, I was trying to explain why I was giving it five out of five, but this is the game. I love it. Excellent. Excellent. So. I was, was going to yeah. do some entertainment. Yeah, go. Um, so, Netflix has all of Glee. Yeah. And the first time it came out, I, I didn't watch all of it. Everyone that knows me knows that I like, like Rocky Horror Picture and I, you know, I like that, that rock and roll music thing, you know, um... Uh, movie so I do enjoy Glee it's funny we you know, get a laugh get to watch it with Kel as well so that's fun it's something we both enjoy but they've got every single season on Netflix and so we've been really enjoying watching that um, oh, what's her name she plays the coach uh, she's a fantastic actually you know what I've got the laptop right in front of me why don't I do this where are we there we are and there we go. Glee. There we go. That's what I want. What's her name? Jane Lynch. That's it. So Jane Lynch is amazing in it. Yeah. Have you seen it, Michael? Glee? Yeah. 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 So, you know, the tall blonde coach woman. Yeah. Yeah. She coaches the cheerleaders. Yeah. Yeah. This is the role she plays in Glee. I'd forgotten how funny she is. <laughs> My God, she is amazing. Yeah, she's just so cold and and in love with only herself. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just so good, and the music's good too. They they've done a few Queen songs. Um, uh, yeah, they've done uh, Lady Gaga. They've done a Madonna special. Um. Yeah, so it's it's been quite good. And so if you get a chance, because we're all locked up and, you know, in quarantine, every single episode of Glee on Netflix. Yeah. Check it out. Rewatch it. I am. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my wife and I watched The Bankers on Apple TV on the weekend. Yep. Uh, we both enjoyed this movie on Two Negroes. And I chose saying it that way for a reason. <laughs> uh, and how they help make some of America a better place for all. 
notice I said some of America. I don't want to do any spoilers. But, um, yeah, to, to watch it and see the difference uh, the difference they made as bankers yep. in one state compared to some other states is very interesting. <laughs> awesome. I've seen the, um, the trailers for this. Yeah. And it looks fantastic. I am really interested in seeing it. Yeah. yeah, it is really cool. It is, and another one that we, um, another one that's coming up. Yep. Is this is on the ABC, on ABC Comedy. Yep. You saw uh, a couple of weeks ago. You watched one of the episodes, uh, but this is the new season starts this week on ABC Comedy. I think it's Wednesday night. Is Time Wasters. Yep. Which has got. Um, a BBC series on a group of black friends who travel back in time. They are also a jazz group. So yes. you get to listen to some good music too. I loved, I loved this show as well. Yeah. It was loose. No, no spoilers and it's a good laugh. It is. Yeah, it's exactly. Really That's cool. what I'm going to say. It was loose. <laughs> if you like uh, Mighty Boosh, um, what is it? Um, Oh, see now I'm a, again a blank. <laughs> but yeah, even if you well, like, if you watch, like I watch a fair bit of ABC comedy and ABC, and you see the shorts for the new ep, new series coming. Yeah. That'll just give you a little idea of what what it's like. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, looking forward so, to that. Yeah, like think of IT Crowd, Black Books, um, yeah. Mighty Boosh. Yeah. You know that sort of stuff. It's it's up that alley. Yeah. Yeah. Quite funny, very good. Now, what about how tos? I've got a few how tos this week. Yeah. So, uh, iOS thirteen point four. So iOS thirteen point four, which is also yeah. iPad, iPad OS thirteen point four. How to share iCloud Drive folders from your phone and iPad. This is thanks to nine to five Mac. Improved collaboration for iCloud Drive arrives with iOS 13.4, iOS, uh, iPad 13.4, Mac OS Catalina 15.4. Follow along on how to share iCloud Drive folders from iPhone and Pad in the latest releases. Shared folders has been a long requested feature from iCloud Drive users. And the latest yep. iPhone, iPad and Mac software offers up an easy way to share with others, including multiple folders at a time. There are also some handy permissions options that come along with the new feature. Now, this was shown off last year at the Worldwide Developers Conference in June, July, I can't remember when it is. Um, and then they had it up for like three days and then it got taken down and it's just been re-released because it's working now. Now, uh, back in June, but was removed from the later booters as well as the public release of the software. In any case, it's great to see this valuable functionality arrive. So how do we share from the yep. iPhone and iPad? We make sure you're running 13.4. Yep. Open Files app, which is a little folder app, and navigate yep. to your iCloud drive. Long press on a folder. Then tap Share. And to share multiple folders, tap Select. Choose multiple folders, tap the share icon, square with the arrow, yeah, and then share whoever you want to deal it with. Uh, so, yeah, that's it's excellent. 
<laughs> Sorry, my cat's <laughs> trying to get me while I'm trying to do the video. <laughs> oh, no, he's finished now. You're, you're so popular with everything. <laughs> yeah. Now, what about... You want the next one? Uh, hang on a second. Is it easy for you to do while you... How to two? How to, yeah, how to customize how to customize the mouse cursor on iPad tracking speed, uh, animation, color, and more. If I if I keep turning my head, I apologize, guys. I'm actually holding my phone <laughs> and looking at my laptop at the same time. Because he um, he broke he broke my stand that I organized for him before we started. <laughs> look, I don't want to say that I broke it. I want to say it was a little bit dodgy to begin with. Um, <laughs> Again, not under 5 Mac with the iPad OS 13.4 update. You can now use a mouse or trackpad with your iPad as a compliment. Oh, it's gone again. As a compliment to the touch. Yeah, experience. as a compliment to the touch experience, Apple is naturally promoting the Magic Keyboard accessory for iPad Pro. But you can use any USB or Bluetooth input. Device like Magic Trackpad or Magic Mouse 2. You can use the cursor to do pretty much anything you can do with your finger, like press buttons, switch apps, uh, edit text. It's similar uh, but not identical to a PC experience. Here's how you can customize the cursor input on your iPad to make it suit you. First off, this is a new feature that requires the latest iPad software. To get started, you'll need to update the iPad OS to 13.4. The software update is available now. Go to Settings, General Software, Update, and get updates. Ensure you are uh, on 13.4 or later. 13.4 is the compatible with the following devices. iPad Pro, iPad Mini 4, iPad Air 2nd Gen, and later, iPad 5, um, and later. To use the cursor, you will need, to, uh, need an external mouse or trackpad. You can pair any Bluetooth mouse, such as uh, pretty much any PC mouse you can find, online or one you already own lying around the house. This is really cool. I've got so many mouses. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to say meese. <laughs> I hate meese to pieces. Um, the tryout, uh, the tryout mouse pointer on iPad using a magic mouse or magic trackpad you have already paired to the Mac. Remove it uh, completely from the Mac's Bluetooth list. The accessory will go into pairing mode and should then pair in the iPad Bluetooth settings. Tap on it and pair. Well, that's pretty easy. It's like pairing your, yeah. your headphones yeah. or anything really, else. really straightforward, yeah. Yep. There are also several iPad uh, cases coming uh, on the market to integrate a trackpad. Obviously, you have the Apple Magic Keyboard with trackpad. 
Do you have the keyboard with yours? No, nah, not uh, I've got the keyboard, but it hasn't got the trackpad because I've got a really old. I've got the first iPad Pro, and the oh, keyboard yeah. with trackpad doesn't come out until May. So. Oh, uh, cool. Uh, sorry, you have the Apple Magic Keyboard with trackpad, which is compatible with the new iPad Pro and is going on sale, oh, there we go, in May. <laughs> Logitech has also announced plans to release keyboards, trackpads, cases that work with other types of iPad. Expect more soon. Yeah. That's really cool. It is, and it works great. So yeah. I, I set it up yesterday and started using my uh, the trackpad 2, the, the one where you've yep. got the lightning port on it, and... So it just it doesn't put an arrow up. It just puts a little dot up on the screen. And you yep. move that dot. But say you move it up to, um, like in Pages, you've got your text selection boxes up the top. You've got text selection, a few other yep. things. When you move it in there, it selects a whole box. It goes away from being a circle to a whole box. Or you can just go yeah, down, cool. double tap on some text, and it just selects the text. It goes to an I-beam when you're in a Pages document, etc. It's really cool. Really easy to use. Um, so hopefully I can use it for a bit longer now. But yeah, it's just yeah. Uh, it's really new and works really well to start with. So yeah, awesome. So what about the average iPhone user spending an App Store rockets to a hundred dollars in two thousand and nineteen? So last wow. year, I know. Well, that's only two dollars a week. I know it's not. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. iPhone users in the US spent an average of $100 on in-app purchases and premium apps for the first time, according to data published... Oh, is that, is that a year, $100 a year? Yeah. Oh, that's nothing. By app analytics firm, it's it might be nothing, but when you've got like 2 billion devices out there... <laughs> oh, yeah. I suppose that's right. Now, the figure was up $21 on the $79 average from 2018. It does not cover payments using retail apps like Amazon or ride-sharing apps such as Uber or other payments that aren't processed by Apple and the App Store. Wow. Sensor Tower's data shows in-app spending grew 27% last year. That's slightly down from the 36 it grew between 2017 and 2018. However, it's still an impressive upward trend from the 33 average in 2015. It also shows you that... Uh, people are willing to pay for apps now. A lot of the free ones have got... There's not many free, free apps around anymore. Yeah. You know, like, they've all got in-app you know, in purchasing and all that sort of crap. Now, mobile games represent around 54% of average spending per device, uh, which is 53.80. While it's a much smaller figure, photo and video apps actually made the biggest year-on-year growth, increasing 75%. From three sixty to six thirty, or six point three percent in two thousand and nineteen, and lifestyle apps, which include the likes of Tinder, you'd know that one well, forty six percent from three dollars ninety in two thousand and eighteen to oh, five seventy. <laughs> Health and fitness apps grew an average of forty eight percent to an average of four dollars per device. Since I think you mean grinder. Uh, <laughs> Sensor Tower places credit with the growth of meditation apps like Calm. 
Oh, uh, yes, I know calm. <laughs> the report notes that most popular money-generating strategy is subscription services. These provide recurring revenue for app makers rather than having to charge for incremental updates in the form of in-app purchases. Average app store spending on iPhone in 2019... Uh, it just uh, reflects one source of income for Apple in the past few years that represent an increasingly important one. iPhone unit sales peaked in 2015, after which the numbers have declined or leveled out. To continually top its record-breaking earnings, Apple has focused on finding ways to extract more money from a slightly smaller base of customers. The fact that these App spending numbers are going up, suggests the strategy is working. The 2020 figures are going to be particularly interesting to see. On on the one hand, COVID-19 induced economic challenges could shrink the number of people buying iPhones and splashing their cash in the App Store. Or, on the other hand, the current lockdown situation may prompt more time spent in the App Store than ever. Which of these two forces went out? We've probably got about a year to wait to find out. <laughs> yep. That was a Colt so, Max story. Yeah. There's, of course, so, there's uh, links to all of these um, in the show notes. Yep. Story four? Yep. Awesome. You can ride the Universal Studio Harry Potter The Forbidden Journey Ride from your couch. This is true, I know. <laughs> The video even takes you through the line for added authenticity. <laughs> Cosmopolitan reports everyone is pretty much experiencing life through their devices at the moment. Hang on. We are 100%. Hang on. Hang on. See where it came from? This is Cosmopolitan magazine. It's not a tech yeah, magazine Cosmo. or anything. Cosmo. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I look everywhere for this information. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that I've never read Cosmo before. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I interrupted you. (laughs) 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 Sorry. All right, back back to it. We 100%, um, sorry, on our devices, we 100% feel you on that. And if you're one of those people who had had to cancel universities, Universal Studio trip, we were particularly ecstatic about experiencing Wizarding World or Harry Potter. Don't fret. You can do more than daydream about it. In the meantime, you can virtually go on the ride through Hogwarts Castle from the comfort of your couch. Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey is a must-experience ride inside of Hogwarts Castle at Universal Studio. A video from undercovertourist.co.com takes you through the entire experience, even waiting in line, which is arguably one of the best parts. (laughs) (laughs) In line, you get checkout, the halls of Hogwarts, where you can listen to paintings talk, uh, visit Dumbledore in his office, before hopping on the ride and also getting to wander through uh, the fence against the dark arts classroom uh, requirements and the herbology classroom. Oh, it's so cool. 
Hang on, I'll finish this. Once you're strapped in, you take a magical broomstick ride around Hogwarts as you met met with fire-breathing dragons, friendly faces like Ron, Hermione and Hagrid, of course, uh, and spiders in the Forbidden Forest. You finish the ride with a warm praise from Dumbledore and students in the Great Hall. As Dumbledore once said, happiness can be found even in the darkest of times, if one only remembers to turn on the light. <laughs> <laughs> this virtual ride is the, is the light. It's a true pick-me-up that all Harry Potter uh, lovers deserve right now. Yes. So the, the, the links are in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, if you want to check it out, I definitely recommend it. <laughs> you can also... Disney are doing the same thing. So you can do the Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, so, yeah, it's pretty cool. So, Telstra tells iOS users to stay at home. So, <laughs> that was the ball I'm sitting on rubbing against your uh, yep. pants. Okay. <laughs> Awkward. So, up, I'm glad I'm not in the room. Just up here in the top corner of, of my phone. Uh, right now it says Telstra Wi-Fi calling, but it does say hashtag Telstra stay home. <laughs> My phone yeah. has just told me I've got 10%, which normally means it's going to die in about a minute and a half. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, Telstra, hashtag Telstra stay at home. Uh, they've also done a lot of other stuff. Uh, the telco pointed out it would take a switch to which tower it uses. No, I don't worry about that bit. We'll come back. Uh, as the coronavirus pandemic, Telstra has undertaken a number of measures in response. Last week, the telco said it would pause job cuts for the next six months under the telco's T22 plan. It had previously ended the employment of thousands of workers and recruited an extra 1,000 temporary call centre workers in Australia due to its Filipino call centre being shut down due to measures taken by Manila. The yeah. company is also shifting $500 million of capital expenditure slated for the second half of the next fiscal year to calendar 2020 year. This capital will be deployed to increase capacity in our network, including further accelerating the rollout of 5G and injecting much-needed investment into the economy at this time, Telstra said. Telstra is also suspending late payment fees and disconnections until the end of April which is when the decision will be re-examined and the company has also committed to re-signing any sponsorship agreements it already has for another year. COVID-19 is having profound impact. There goes Zahn. Across the country, at Telstra... Uh, hang on. Except... Hang on a second. Yeah, oh, there's that noise again. I hate that noise. Oh, crap. What's the matter? All right. <laughs> Trying to find the other set of headphones and what I did with them. Oh, I'll put them up on it where they are. <laughs> Hang on.
two seconds long. I'm with you. screen forward a little bit I think yeah and push it away from you a little bit or sit further back sorry yeah that'll do, that'll do. I hate that noise I'm sorry <laughs> don't know why it's so, I don't know why it's so loud when we had so much trouble yesterday getting both of them to make any noise anyway uh, I'm trying to get, my, get rid of my double chin <laughs> COVID is having a profound impact on businesses across the country. And at Telstra, we already have more than 25,000 people successfully working from home. And we're supporting many of our customers as they grapple with shifting to working and studying from home. Telstra CEO Andy Penn said. Is it, it is at times like these that big businesses can show leadership and take, make a contribution to the national response. And that is what we at Telstra are doing. At the beginning of last week, Telstra handed all of its home broadband customers unlimited data until the end of April. The data boost covers the customers on the national broadband network, ADSL and cable customers. So yeah, there'll be a link for that whole show note. I'll yep. just, there'll be a little bit of uh, audio trim in that one. What else I've got? What about... Oh, yes. Story six. Do you want that or you want me to keep going? Hang on a second. I've got it. You may need because you're right in front of it. And I'm going to try and read it. Can I move this? I can. Um, it was story six. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Eh? Oh, here we go, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, got it. Apple launches education website to help students and teachers learn remotely. Sorry, I'm getting feedback. Yeah. And it's hard to talk. All right, I'll do it because it's, the quality is down there too. Apple launches education yeah. website to help students and teachers learn remotely. Colter Mack explains, schools across the globe are closing due to the coronavirus pandemic, but Apple is ready to help educators with a new site that shows teachers how to enable remote learnings for all students using Apple products. The Apple Education Learning Series series website features a collection of videos that are geared to students and educators of all ages. 
There are only two videos on the site currently, but Apple says it will. The site will con, uh, will be continually updated and add more. COVID nineteen spread has forced schools in every single state of the US to shut down for as long as a month. And you've got to think also that people aren't allowed to be together to make videos. You've got to th- like one person's got to shoot it, then it's got to be digitally given to someone else to edit it. Whereas normally they'd all be in the one room talking to each other. So yeah, um, students but- from. Go. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Next week, we could go back to the old format. You could be in this room. I could be in the other room. Uh-huh. That way, we're not together. That's we're still doing the show, and the quality is going to be absolutely so much better. <laughs> we'll get there. Right. Students from kindergarten to college are now having to adjust remote learning but are having to make do with whatever devices they have at home to get their education fixed. Apple's first two educational videos focus solely on using the iPad's built-in features. The first video titled Resources for Remote Learning covers how to use the iPad camera to scan documents and stay organised. It also shows how to mark up can be used to annotate materials or how to use voice memos and a few other features. The other video, Create and Share Presentations and Demos, covers how compelling ways to have face-to-face conversations when you can't actually meet face-to-face. It includes group FaceTime tips as well as different ways to make presentations, including Keynote. The video teaches educators how to record content to create a demo that can be sent to students for viewing. Apple says its next video will focus on its iOS app Clips, Students will learn how to create and share fun videos. It will also encourage educators to use clips to make instructional videos to explore new skills and ideas. And talking about that, we watched just before this started, we watched, um, yeah, hi buddy, <laughs> Zach King, uh, yep. who's a, a good uh, film maker yep. for short clips. Uh, yep. He's got a thing where... People send him clips now and he shows them up. And those that, that have uh, had more than three shown, he now gives them a gold pin. Every time he shows their video, he gives them a, a pin. Yep. And he even shows you how to make videos now. So where he puts his hand in a paper bag yep. and behind you, a hand comes out of the paper bag to grab a piece of fruit, for example. Yeah, and he shows you how there's a piece of software you can use and how easy it is to do that. But he shows you how to do it. It's awesome. That's cool. You know how he he's got a full glass of juice or whatever. Yeah, and then he goes and it's just gone. Yeah, (laughs) of all that stuff, he's he's so cool. (laughs) This education stuff is great too. Yeah, Um, I know that we're trying to set up all the kids that have laptops uh, at school with remote learning, and it's. We're getting there slowly. It's not an easy process. Yeah. But uh, we're getting there. So if that's what we have to do for the time being, then it's great. Your audio's gone to crap too, just so you know. Yeah, I know. I can hear it. The show promotion. We've got the show notes each link each each week in the update. This week being aussiemaxzone.com.au forward slash AMZ328. There you'll see the last six weeks of notes. You can email Michael at Aussie Maxone or Zahn at Aussie Maxone. Spotify, you just search for Aussie Maxone, Apple News. I've put a few things up on uh, Apple News myself this week for Aussie Maxone. So, Apple Podcasts. Yep. 
And and most importantly, thank you to our supporters, you, our listeners, the most important people. Absolutely. Over to you for the sign-off, champ. Thanks for being with us, guys, in these hard times. Stay safe. And remember, an apple a day keeps the androids away. Thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.